Hey mama, I want to invite you to something. I am hosting a free anger management bootcamp on the podcast, May 13th through the 17th. Monday through Friday, there will be a new episode released teaching you where anger comes from and what goes on in your brain when you feel intense feelings, how to lower your stress and increase capacity levels as a mom, how to shift your mindset to align your actions with the mom that you want to be, and how to break generational anger patterns. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a day and sign up using the link in the show notes so you can get access to the episodes as soon as they drop and an email summary of the daily trainings, as well as access to a live Q&A call on the last day of the bootcamp. Invite one or three of your mama friends so they can learn how to manage their emotions well too. Link to sign up is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's get back into this podcast episode. Hey mama, welcome back. I am so excited that you're tuning into Behind the Scene episodes because here in these episodes once a month you get a little glimpse of what it's like behind the scenes in my day-to-day life with my kids with my husband just our life and I'm in the trenches with you in the sense that I'm dealing with a lot of similar things that you are I am just like you in so many ways and dealing with regular mom stuff. And so in this episode, I just want to share with you in January, behind the scenes, things that were going on in our family, things that I'm up to. And you know what? I would love to hear your feedback. If anything just resonates and you're like, oh my gosh, I relate to this. If you even like these episodes behind the scenes, I would love to hear back from you in the show notes. If you scroll down, there's a section in there that says, leave me a voice message or leave me a voice note and you can click on it and leave me a 90 second voice message and guess what I will actually respond to it I love receiving these I love 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 receiving these this is my way to connect with you personally and I get to listen to them and if you want to share with me something that's been helpful on this podcast something that you've been enjoying something that you've been able to implement and if it changed your life in any way I would just love to hear back from you also I want to know if you even like these behind the scenes episodes about a third of you listen to them so I'm assuming that at least a part of you really enjoys listening to these episodes and I like to record them as well because I don't do social media and so I just want to be able to connect with you on a regular mom level for you to see that I'm just like you I'm normal I'm nobody special in a sense but I'm just like you and um, maybe we're, we can relate on some things and so first thing that I wanted to talk to you about in January So I have a two and a half year old girl. Her name is Nellie and she is a normal two and a half year old (laughs) who has big emotions when things aren't going her way. So something that probably I would say months back, so we do family walks, not so much recently just because it was colder here in um, North Florida where we live and so we were going like in the morning it was in the 40s and some days it's like in the 50s and so we could go on a walk but we haven't gone as much recently but we used to go on walks regularly as a family and Anneli would sit in the stroller and a few months back she decided that she doesn't want to be in the stroller anymore she wants to walk 
which makes it really tricky because she doesn't always pay attention or follow directions. And sometimes she doesn't like something. And what she does is she will literally sit down in the middle of the street and then lay down and start crying and refusing to walk or take off her shoes and throw her shoes as a way of protesting of whatever is going on. She also loves to stop and just pick little rocks. And so we're typically going on a walk. If my husband comes along with us, he tosses a football with one of my boys back and forth or a few of our boys. And But Nellie wants to stop and pick rocks. And if I try to guide her and say, hey, come on, come with us, she will (laughs) sit down on the floor or just refuse to walk. So we can't do stroller anymore. The other thing is that she is doing is that she wants to, I've shared this in another podcast episode, she wants to hold the dog's leash. And the dog, it's a little Pomeranian, but he is too strong for her. So if he runs really fast, she won't be able to hold on to the leash. It will just leave her hands. And the struggle with that is that our little Pomeranian is not really trained in the sense that he doesn't really listen to us. So he thinks it's fun when my boys are chasing him and trying to catch him. And he's literally just running away through the neighborhood. Can you hear my little one? I put her down for a nap, but she is not sleeping today, which is fine. She's still in her crib and I have her in this uh, zip up tent that I can actually link in the show notes. It's one of my favorite things. (laughs) It actually keeps her in her crib. I can put toys in there. She's safe and sound. She can't get out. She's two and a half. And I love that tent and totally, totally recommend it. You can gift it to other moms for baby showers or buy one for yourself if you have a little one that likes to get out of the crib. Okay, besides the point. And so Nellie really likes to hold a leash. And when I say no to her, because obviously if, well, I say, Hey, okay, you can hold the leash, but I will help you. And I will hold on to it too. She doesn't like it like that. And then I'm like, okay, fine. Mommy's going to hold the leash while she has a hard moment. And she will lay down on the street and just literally in the middle of the road and just lay there on the ground and refuse to walk and just scream and kick. And I just want to let you know that this is normal for a two-year-old and I'm dealing with this too. My kids are not anything special in the sense that they can regulate their emotions well. She's two. She can't regulate her emotions well. I am the one that needs to be the calm for her. And just reminding to myself that this is normal, (laughs) that like this is what two-year-olds do and I can still stick my ground and still stick with the decision that I made because it's better or it's safer, whatever it might be, that doesn't change the way that she feels. And she's allowed to feel frustrated. And those are big feelings for her. So I want you to understand that my kids are normal. I'm normal. We deal with these kind of things on a regular basis in our family. All right. If you have a two-year-old, you will probably relate to this on some level. When you are in a public restroom and you have a two-year-old with you, You have like a split second before they open the door while you're sitting on the toilet. Have you had those moments when you're like, okay, hold on to the railing or be right next to mama. And then by the time you grab the toilet paper to clean yourself up, that two-year-old is already (laughs) at the walk of the door and is about to open the door. I've had way too many moments like that. And it's just, if I think about it, it's funny. It's a little bit 
frustrating in the moment, but it's also a little funny. And I know that this time will pass and she thinks it's funny when it's not funny. And I just want to say, like, I have so many moments like that. You're not the only one who has a two-year-old like that. The other thing is I was, I planned a play date with a mom from church. She has kiddos similar to my ages, and she also has a two-and-a-half-year-old. They're like a month apart from from mine, and hers is a boy, mine's a girl. And I thought, okay, we can go to a park together because the park is really nice. The boys, the bigger kids, get have a spot to play. The little ones have a spot to play. Well, I didn't really think it through because... Right now, both of our two-year-olds are at an age where they are just loving to explore. They're not in a stage anymore where they want to just play right next to you and they want to stay in one similar area, the one small slide or the swing or just one little area. They want to run around in all these different directions. And she's chasing her two-year-old. I'm chasing my two-year-old. We got together for a play date, and I think for like five minutes total that we actually hang out and talked. The rest of the time, we were just chasing our two-year-olds, and instead of feeling frustrated, I said, you know what? I learned a lesson. Next time, we're coming over to my house, and we're just going to have the kids either on the trampoline or in the house or in a contained environment where we're not chasing two-year-olds, and we can actually hang out and maybe even have a conversation. Okay, next thing I wanted to share with you in January, I decided that I want to do some cleanses. I'm talking about like gut cleansing, colon cleansing, (laughs) juices. So I've been juicing regularly for the last four weeks, just buying a bunch of vegetables and fruits over the weekend, bringing them home and then cutting them up. And then my husband and the kids, they, well, the kids really like doing it for a little while and then they get bored and then my husband takes over but juicing and and we prepare like a bunch of like five, maybe five different juices and big amounts and so we close them in like two cup mason jars and then we put them in the fridge and then it lasts us probably like four or five days and so we're just I'm doing juicing right now so just juicing and cleansing to just clean out my system I don't know if you've ever watched fat sick and nearly dead it's a documentary that i think you can watch it on amazon prime i believe it used to be on netflix but i think it's on amazon right now and not that i don't have any health issues in the sense like major health issues the only thing i have is bloating and that i but i want to clean out my body and clean out my system i am in my mid-30s things collect (laughs) over the years. So I just wanted to clean out my body. And so I've been doing juicing regularly. I uh, drink juices several times a day and then have just fruits and vegetables in the evening. And so that's what I've been doing just to kind of clean my system for now. And I'll tell you what, it's really, really hard because I'm still cooking for my family. I'm still cooking and I did cheat a little bit here and there just because sometimes the food smells so good and it tastes so good and but in general I want to cut out gluten and dairy just because I feel really groggy when I eat gluten I just feel very afterwards definitely bloated and just icky afterwards and then dairy I wonder if that's also contributing to my bloating issues and it's just so tricky it is so tricky when you have a family a big family and they have their own things that they like to eat so I'm just transitioning 
to a gluten-free pasta and spaghetti. My kids did not like gluten-free pasta, but I found gluten-free spaghetti. It's literally the same ingredients as the pasta, but because it's spaghetti, they just said, oh, we like it. This actually tastes really good with the same marinara sauce and ground beef. And so I'm like, okay, awesome. I guess we're just going to use spaghetti instead of pasta, you know, like little curly pasta or whatever. And so just transitioning to having less gluten and less dairy in our household just for health, you know, problems and health issues and just to reduce some of that. And I mean, to each their own, everybody has their own opinions on this, but this is kind of what I feel like is best for our family. And so I think that would be a good idea for us. So, and I'm just doing cleansing also and juicing helps you kind of reset your uh, taste buds. So like if you have, if you really want a lot of, if sugar and like craving a lot of junk food if you go through like a juicing fast it also helps you reset your taste buds so then you don't crave that junk food as much and so whenever you eat something really sweet you're like whoa this is way too sweet just because it has reset your taste buds so that's that all right so we're gonna move on to i had two of my older boys had birthdays this month so my father-in-law came in for a weekend for work-related issues but he stayed at our house and so we got to go out and eat out in the beginning of the month and so that was really nice we got to spend some time as family and just hanging out and so I for our family with our boys we don't do like physical gifts in January just because they just had Christmas and they just got a bunch of stuff from grandparents and from us. We don't give a lot of stuff to our kids, but they just received a bunch of Christmas gifts. And so we typically do experiences. So with one of our boys, we went um, roller skating, indoor roller skating. And then with the other boy, we had circus in town. So we went as a family to the circus. So we did activities like that. And instead of getting them, giving them a physical gift, we don't even really do birthday parties. I think we've done a birthday party like twice for our kids. We just spend the day with our children and we do a fun family activity. That's just what we do. It is getting a little bit more trickier because the older boys are wanting to have birthday parties but this year we still managed to do a family activity it could change it could change moving forward but that just feels um a lot better to me because I don't have to organize and plan a birthday party that part really stresses me out for me it's like let's go do a fun family activity and then we always get ice cream cake that's the thing that we've been doing for many years and then we have silly string we will spray the birthday person <laughs> with silly string. We've been doing that for years, and it's like our little family tradition. So that's what we had. We had two birthdays this year. My oldest turned 12, and then my second one turned 9. So my kids are growing up. It's crazy. I'm like, how How are you 12 already? He's catching up to me in height, which doesn't take much because I'm only 4'11". And his hands are bigger than mine. His feet are bigger than mine. And it's just... I was just crazy that I've already had him for 12 years and it seems like he was just a little bit ago I birthed him. I sometimes on my Facebook my memories come up from like 12 years ago and it would pop up some of the photos that I posted 12 years ago and he was just so tiny and so little. I'm like 
how from this tiny little baby are you this big boy that just has such a personality and just has grown up so much and anyways he's a good kid he's a good kid both of my all my kids are good kids and I am I am working intentionally to look for the good in them because my natural tendency is to look at all the things that they need to change and get better at that's just my human nature and so intentionally looking for good qualities and them and voicing that to my kids and say, Hey, I really appreciate when you did that. That was really kind of you. And you're such a kind big brother. And you're, you were really thoughtful when you did that. And that was really generous of you because yeah, they could always do better and you could always do better. I could always do better in the sense that there's always room for improvement, but I'm just looking for the good. Because if you tell me right now, I did this assignment when I was going through Tessa's course, Mommy Mindset, which I've mentioned multiple times here before. And one of the things in there that I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, it's a really good course. Like honestly, such a good course for improving your mindset as a mom. I recommend it 120% or 150%. I don't care, but I think it's that good that I added it to my coaching program as a gift for you when you are graduating my coaching container because I really think it's like so good. It's $250, but totally worth it. Besides that, I wanted to, in that course, we had to write down like positive qualities of our kids. What are some good things about them? And I struggled. I really struggled because if you tell me, tell me, write down 10 things that your kids need to work on or get better at, I'll write it down in no time. But if you tell me 10 things that they're good at and they're doing well and like 10 good qualities about them, that takes a lot of effort for me. I really have to look for it. Like I really have to look for it and like pick my brain. And it's a struggle. And that was so eye-opening for me how I naturally tend to lean towards the negative. And actually, most of our thoughts are negative. I think 80% of our thoughts are negative. And so I have to be so intentional to shift my positive, my thoughts to positive thoughts about my kids. And so that is something that I've been working on with my kids as well. Okay, so another thing that I'm doing is working out regularly. I really like Pilates right now. I use the uh, YouTube channel Move with Nicole. I will also link that in the show notes for you. It's just pushing me a little bit out of my comfort zone. It challenges me a little bit, but not too extreme. And I like that there's different time frames and the exercises. There's 20-minute videos, 15-minute videos, and 35-minute videos. But I've been working out about 30 to 45 minutes, five days a week, which is really nice. Sometimes I do like a full body weights workout, and sometimes I will do Pilates. And it just feels really good to move my body on a regular basis. I typically do it after I drop off my kids from school, and then I come home. And my little one gets up because my husband is still home in the mornings and then my two-year-old gets up and then typically I will have her eat breakfast and watch some cartoons while I work out. And I have her strapped in in a high chair or this uh, kind of chair that attaches to um, the counter. That's what we have in our family. And I will also link it in the show notes for you just because I think it's like, it's one of those really good things to have for mom. I think it's actually really safe to have like at least two places in your home where you can 
put your toddler in where they will stay safe for you to go to take a shower, use the restroom, or whatever you need to do where they can be safe and contained. Like for me, it's her crib with that zip-up tent. I can put some toys in there. She can play in there. I can take a shower. I can record this. And right now she stays in her crib. She's not getting out. And she then eventually falls asleep and takes a nap. I know 150% if I didn't have that tent, she would just get out of her crib because she knows how to get out of her crib. She wouldn't stay in there. And so she wouldn't take a nap. And so now she takes a nap and she's two and a half. She still takes a nap. And then also having her in that high chair that attaches to the counter, I can strap her in there. She stays in there. She can watch something for 45 minutes while I have the workout and then take a shower or something. And so I find it really helpful. I use my screen time with my kids strategically (laughs) to support me. It's not something that we have on all day. We've never really had that in our family. Our kids always need to ask permission if they want to be on the iPad. They all have a passcode that I need to put in the passcode or my husband. And same thing for TV. They always need to ask permission to watch the TV. If they turn it on without permission, I just take the remote and I turn it off and And then I guide them back to like, hey, I see that you want to watch TV. I need you to ask mom for permission first. What do you need to do first? And they'll ask permission and I will say, okay, did you get all your chores done or whatever they need to do in order for them to watch TV in our family? So that is kind of what I've been up to and how things are going behind the scenes in our house. And just thankfully, everyone is doing well. And then I wanted to share with you one of my Amazon favorites. So I will put in there the high chair that I mentioned and the crib tent. And then the other thing that I really like is these black hair ties. Have you ever gotten like hair ties that just pull on your hair and really don't feel good and just stretch out and just icky? Well, I have found a brand that has really good reviews. It has like over 120,000 reviews and it's really cheap. They're like $7 or something. And I just get a pack of the black ones and I just love them. They feel so good on my hair. They feel so comfortable. They're not just pulling in anything and they just feel really good. And I really recommend them like truly one of the best hair ties I've ever tried. And I'm like in my thirties, like for real, I've had so many hair ties over the years, but I just found this brand that just is really good. So I will link it in the show notes. You're welcome to check it out. So I just been adding this on the bottom at the end of all my podcast episodes, just something that I've been loving lately that could also support you. And maybe you can even gift it to somebody or even like the crib tent that I mentioned is a wonderful baby shower gift, maybe to your sister or your sister-in-law or a friend. And so there's just wonderful things that I want to share with you that I've been enjoying and hopefully it helps you and supports you. Anyways, I would love to hear back from you. I would. I would truly love to hear back from you. So please leave me a voice note. Scroll down in the show notes. Leave me a voice note and just tell me what you've been enjoying about this podcast, if it has been helpful for you. And I would love to respond to you and I will send you a voice message back as well. All right, friend. Thank you so much for being here. And I will see you in the next episode. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. 
Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.